0: Hi, this is Alex Ramadovich, and welcome to Global Edge Talk. Today is June twenty second, 2020, and we are very privileged to have Mr. Michimasa Naka, Naka-san, from Tokyo, Japan. Hello, Naka-san. Hey. Hey, Alex. I'm going to briefly introduce you, and then we will start the conversation. Um, as I explained to you, Global Edge Talk is about entrepreneurs, it's about People who became entrepreneurial or used to be entrepreneurial or weren't entrepreneurial to begin with, they're on the edge, they have the edge, and that's exactly what we're going to talk about. Uh, You've had a very, very interesting career, and you continue to amaze um, everybody who's involved with you with your energy, with your um, uh, savvy advice. Uh, You started your career with Salomon Brothers, which was later acquired by Citigroup. Mm -hmm. You spent over 20 years with uh, Citigroup as a uh, general director for Japan. Um, Later on, you founded uh, Storm Harbor Securities, which was a boutique um, uh, uh, securities uh, firm, Uh, correct? And then uh, as of recent... Uh, you've also made a number of investments, and you are now also with the Broadway Broad Capital. I'm sorry, is it Broad Capital? Broad, Broadway Broad Capital. Capital. Broadway Capital. I'm sorry. And you're you're all over the world, you know, making investments, supporting a lot of entrepreneurs from Tokyo, from Japan. That's where you are. That's where your family is. So let's sure. talk more about you and your, um, you know, your philosophy. Um, and so forth. So, with that career that uh, you started with, very large financial, global financial institutions. Um, how did you decide to become more entrepreneurial and sort of, you know, after twenty years, you decided to go the entrepreneurial route? What sort of prompted that? Tell us more.
1: Well, okay. Thank thank you for the question. So, uh, so I, you know, as you said, I joined the company called Solomon Brothers, uh, which uh, Actually, you know, uh, end up being Citigroup is a lot of mergers. Uh, uh, but, uh, uh, even within Solomon Brothers, uh, you know, I was very lucky to be in the fixed income trading, uh, department, uh, which was, a uh, very profitable, uh, uh, group, uh, within the company. And I was, uh, you know, since my background is, uh, engineering, uh, so you know, I actually I was very lucky to be uh, you know in the position of uh, you know making and also creating the new systems, uh, new trading uh, mechanism, you know, uh, you know program trading derivatives, uh, you know, securitizations, all of those new technologies uh, because uh, we are always ahead of the market, uh, you know, to be a little bit smart uh to to make money and uh uh I was so excited uh, uh to be in that uh, position and uh you know especially our japan team was doing very well uh even uh within the whole city group uh globally uh so you know i was very proud to lead the number one team uh globally and uh you know i, I really enjoyed in doing that but you know we all know about this uh, Lehman uh, thing, uh, which was, uh, to be honest, I, I think it was a little bit too much of, a, uh, you know, uh, what we call like a financial technology, you know, uh, too much leverage, uh, you know, new type of uh, securities, and I think that that may went a little bit too much to grow up uh, all the financial market, right? And after that. To be honest, it was terrible. I mean, you know, I I was a co CEO of Japan, and I was asked to cut more than seventy percent of people. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, even though we are doing some, you know, same thing, uh, uh, because of this apparent company's uh, share price, uh, which I, uh, you may know that the, uh, the share price went down from uh, fifty to one. Uh, which is uh, yes, yes, uh, you know, in the current stuff so, because they they also after that uh, uh, you know uh, they changed this uh, share. Uh, so now I think the CD group used to be like a five hundred in the current, uh, I can say uh, the, the share price, uh, which went down to ten, right? So right, right, so, yeah, it, it was really a, a scary time, and uh, you know, I we lost know a lot of value. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, rather than cutting like 70% or 80% of people, which most of them I hired, I think it was a time to, to move on. And, uh, you know, I think CD group was, you know, a little bit surprised to hear, but uh, this was my uh, decision. And I always had a dream to, uh, to create some, you know, my own company. And I thought that was a time to, to start. Uh, which was the actually, that was the age of uh, forty five which I started my own company you know you look
0: amazing you uh, I thought you were forty six at the moment you're, uh, you know right now, so when you say it was at the age of forty five and this was a while ago, it's incredible, but we'll talk about that as well we'll talk about the the health and wellness and longevity because you and I met intersected at the at the sort of wellness intersection right so in digital health and wellness. Uh, you, you, you travel all over the world. I see, I follow you on social media. You are in Singapore, you're in Hawaii, you're in New York, you're in Boston, you're, uh, you know, you're in Dubai, you're, you're all over the place. How do you balance this amount of travel? And we'll talk about COVID and coronavirus and what, how that impacted you. But how do you typically um, uh, you, you know, balance this with uh, your commitment to a number of companies, and also your personal commitments to your family. I always see your lovely daughters, by the way. Congratulations on the recent graduation. Um, and you're, you're a proud father. And, uh, you know, it must be difficult for them to not to see you sometimes for weeks and weeks. How do you balance this? Well,
1: uh, that's a good question. Uh Okay, so let's talk about before COVID, right? So before COVID, I used to travel about 20 times a year, uh, which is almost, uh, you know, uh, twice a month, right? And usually our trip uh, is very short. So, you know, it's either one night or two nights. So, you know, I don't really stay long uh, in each uh, place except uh, the vacation, right? So vacations uh which I, I usually go with my family so uh, that's where I spend you know like one week or two weeks in certain places obviously Hawaii is our uh, our favorite place so you can see you know lots of uh, pictures and videos from, from Hawaii uh, but also you know we are doing business in Hawaii as well so sometimes you know Hawaii is also uh, not only vacation but also we do business so you know, uh, so like let's say, so Hawaii is both by you know uh, vacation and uh, business, and the other places uh, which I I tend to go, uh, which is New York. Uh, you know uh, you know I I usually visit like once or twice a year, uh, every almost every year in the last uh, 20, uh, 20 years, <coughs> and Europe uh, for uh, certain cities and and some big you know uh, uh big cities in uh, asia but uh, uh as i told you so you know uh, twice a month and uh, f- which is few days so you know uh, probably more than you you expect actually i am with my family <laughs> so even though i travel a lot so i think uh, i i i wouldn't be uh, you know too much issue and also you know our family we communicate uh, very often through, uh, in Japan, you know, we have a SNS called line, uh, which is very convenient, you know, uh, with a, you know, we have a family line. So, you know, we communicate every day. Uh, you know, and, uh, even though, like, my uh, elder daughter is now, uh, working and she's in, uh, in a different city. So we, we don't see her, uh, every day. But still, you know, we, we communicate. So I think, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, I'm very happy to have a, you know, a great family. And, uh, you know, we, we communicate even though we are apart. So.
0: You know, you're an optimist. You always smile and you, I always see you with a big smile on your face. Um, how do you, um, you know, what drives you? Why, why are you such a positive person uh, when uh, so many different things are taking place? and yet you uh you know that nothing seems to faze you nothing seems to
1: take you down well you know i within my life right you know of course there's was so much you know sad things happen, you know crises and you know especially on the financial uh you know market you know where you know we had the lehman you know we had the it bubble you know we had a Japan uh, bubble, and I, I experienced all of those uh, in the last uh, 30 years. And uh, mm-hmm. always, uh, you know, I have a rule of thumb that, uh, you know, we can, uh, actually, we can, uh, you know, take over those uh, crises. And uh, actually, the crisis end up being the biggest chance of, uh, you know, of business, especially on business, right? So, and, uh, you know, I think uh, uh for some reason, you know, I have a, a kind of uh, uh, personality to enjoy. Well, I wouldn't say enjoy the crisis, but I enjoy the innovation and you know, I enjoy the new things. And I always, uh, you know, if there's something, big thing happening in, in, in the world, always there's uh, something uh, for the chance. Uh, If you remember 2011, uh, we had a big, this big earthquake in Japan, uh, right? And uh, we had this whole tsunami, uh, almost like a more than, you know, uh, I I would say like 300 or 400 kilometers. So in terms of miles, like 200 miles was wiped away by tsunami, right? Uh, uh, it was know, devastating. I mean, you know, lots of course. People, yeah, lots of people died. Uh, but I think Japan was uh, very, in that time, very proud of this country uh, that, uh, you know, we we became uh, one. Uh, and, uh, you know, we we thought, like, we have to go mm-hmm. through this, uh, you know, uh, this environment. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, this was not a war, right? This was just, uh, you know, the... Uh, you know, the, this earthquake and the tsunami, but uh, we went through. So I think that uh, we are very, uh, I would say the strong country, uh, to go through all those, uh, the crisis. Uh, so yeah, th- I think that that's, uh, that's something like a driving me. And, uh, you know, I, I talk to my colleagues and uh, we, we have to stay all, you know, always positive to, you know, to think and uh, to create, uh, you know, the new things.
0: You know, it's fascinating that you mentioned this because culturally, you, uh, you know, I was exposed to Japan for the past, uh, you know, four or five years and, you know, spent uh, some time with think technologies for three years, almost three years. Yeah. And what struck yeah, one me... Of
1: my investment. yeah.
0: Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. Uh, one of the things that absolutely amazed me and struck me is the level of discipline, level of um, commitment to other people, to the rest of the community, and level of responsibility that I've noticed. Um, you know, you talked about the um, the tsunami, and I'll, I'll never forget watching on TV uh, in 2011, how the entire nation of Japan got together, you know, there were tremendous lines for food there were lines for supplies there were lines for but everybody was very there was no panic there was water um, there was a lot of discipline there was you know everybody just looked at each other and totally understood what needed to be done right mm-hmm. and now we have a situation in the another country that is very near and dear to me the united states of America. With coronavirus, with COVID, with a situation where we are the um, the biggest nation in terms of coronavirus cases, in the the highest number of cases, we have <clears throat> a number of different sentiments and emotions about this, about wearing masks, about you know doing social distancing, about about doing what needs to be done for science. You know, uh, when you are dealing with the scientific type of situation, and um, um, we're not handling it the way I would like for it to be handled, I'll be honest with you, and that's why we're seeing, you know, unnecessary amount of, uh, you know, cases, unnecessary deaths. Uh, I'm very concerned, obviously, because my parents, my elder parents live in Florida. Now it's one of the highest cases uh, in, in, in the States, We in New York, we had, a, you know, obviously a big issue as well, just very recently. Luckily, it was subsided. But, you know, I guess the question I have for you is, as you're observing all of this, you having been exposed to the West, you know, working for an American company and uh, looking at all of this, what is sort of going through your mind? What, what is, what is uh, you know, what is your feeling about all of this? Uh, you know, please share.
1: Yeah, well... Uh- Thank you for the question, and uh, you know, uh, obviously, it's a very uh, sensitive uh, uh, question. So you know, uh, those are the ones. Those are my favorite ones, by the way, okay. the very sensitive
0: uh, ones. <laughs> sure, 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 sure.
1: Well, you know, uh, well, first of all, I'm very sad to see all those uh, you know things happening uh, in the world, and especially in U.S., especially in New York, which is uh, still my favorite city. Uh, so. Uh, you know, I miss New York and, uh, you know, I hope I can visit soon. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, of course, I'm not the, the specialist on this, uh, COVID, so I cannot comment too much. But uh, what I can say and, uh, you know, what I can talk is about Japan. And, uh, you know, uh, we obviously we see all those, uh, you know, uh, all the news, uh, you know, happening uh, in each countries, and also we, you know, we have uh, lots of information about Japan, about Tokyo every day. And, uh, you know, s- still like uh, we, you know, we have the the cases of uh, uh, just like 15,000 uh, in total of the, the, you know, the whole country, actually, you know, uh, which is, uh, you know, we are talking about, uh, Less than like a, you know zero point zero percent zero one percent of the whole population, and uh, less than one thousand people died, uh, you know, uh, with in this COVID, which is, is
0: which is incredible yeah. uh, compared to the United States, where one hundred twenty five thousand people almost died
1: mm-hmm. so yes. far. Yeah. Yes, and uh, if you remember, right, uh, Japan is a very aged uh, country, so we have a huge number of people over. 70s, of course, uh, you know, uh, which went through and, uh, you know, I think uh, and also still going through uh, this COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people are very scared, you know, you know be, very afraid. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think uh, we had this uh, time, time, time uh, period that, uh, you know, even though and also the very important thing is, uh, you know, the Japan was not locked down. Right, so it wasn't lockdown. It wasn't uh, uh, the kind of uh, uh, the order from uh, government, which is very different uh, from uh, you know other countries, including U.S. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, Japan was, uh, you know, it was because we don't have a law uh, to lock down. So it was just uh, asking favor, <laughs> not not to go out. Right. So, uh, but. I think, uh, you know, with, with our experience on, uh, on tsunami, which, uh, you know, we, you, mentioned, and I think uh, we, you know, we had a certain, uh, big, uh, earthquakes, uh, which, uh, was hit, uh, by the country. And I think that uh, we were, uh, we have a kind of, uh, how do you say, natural, uh, you know, uh, natural culture of, uh, helping each other, uh, which is i think is very important and it's very could be very different uh so uh you know uh, if we and you know i think that, that was uh, the biggest uh, thing of course mm-hmm. uh our we have a uh, you know uh probably one of the most uh, number of beds in the hospitals per the popul- per population right so i think uh you know uh, even though and the lots of the beds are still used by the, the you know the people in the hospital but also we are pretty uh, quick on uh, opening uh, some of the hotels uh for the spare uh, beds uh for the for the hospital and uh, l- luckily you know we never became the the, the overshoot uh mm-hmm. you know type uh, which was uh, you know, of course, we were probably lucky, but also we were uh, very much uh, prepared, and also we believe that uh, we have a. Uh, you know, of course, the US has a very and or China has a very uh, strong and advanced, uh, you know, medical uh, system, uh, but I think our Japanese medical system that could be not so advanced, but uh, you know, we have a very nice uh, medical system. Uh, you know, uh, in 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 the world, so I think uh, that was also very important uh, uh, thing. And, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, you you and I intersected in the
0: um, in the health and wellness company, and I've been in the health and wellness for quite some time. And let me tell you, I was actually very. I would disagree with you a little bit about United States having the most advanced healthcare system. Um, we may have. Um, maybe some of the drugs and some of the pharmaceuticals that we produce here. Um, uh, we may have some uh, wonderful facilities, not for all. You know, my father was a recipient of, uh, of a kidney. Uh, he had a kidney transplant when he was 82, and he did it at Cleveland Clinic, one of the top institutions. He was very lucky to receive that kind of care. Uh, it was just pure luck, uh, frankly, and uh, we're very fortunate that he did because that prolonged his life. But not everybody, I would say the majority of people would never get that level of care, um, number one. And number two, I think the COVID situation stressed our system to the point where um, it was broken. It was. It is still broken. It is still broken in terms of not having enough supplies, not being prepared, not being, not having the protocols, not listening to our uh, CDC executives and leaders like Dr. Fauci, um, having this sort of you know, individualistic spirit that says, you know, it's my freedom and I don't care about anybody else. I want to maintain that freedom. I want to maintain that, that in- individualism. And, uh, you know, it's in, const- it's my, it's in our constitution And therefore, I don't care. So um, clearly, clearly, all of those things are very stressful to our healthcare system, which is fragile, uh, which is probably the most expensive system in the world. Um, It is probably one of the most inefficient systems in the world. Um, And um, you and I had these discussions uh, in Japan and in the United States, when it comes to prevention and preventative care, it is probably also lagging significantly with mm-hmm. you know for countries like Japan and Singapore and uh, Germany and you know some of the other European countries and some of the Asian countries as well. So um, you know I, I would disagree with you that it's advanced. <laughs> yeah, it's advanced, but uh, certainly it it. Um, uh, you know and and if if you look at the level of preparedness certainly chinese showed that they are a lot more prepared i mean right now we're having a situation it's 22nd of june and we're having a a horrific mm-hmm. scary situation in beijing where they're they're about to they just closed all the schools and they're about to almost very very close to locking down the entire city of okay. 20 plus to 30 plus million people I, I, I lost count how big the city is, uh, so it's, uh, it's pretty significant. Um, let's talk about China and USA, for example, uh, for, for, uh, for a second. Um, this whole economic war, what do you make of this? What, what, what do you think is going to come out of it? Obviously, uh, first, we were trying to, uh, Mr. Trump was trying to um, um, create an environment of collaboration, cooperation, then there were uh, tariffs on both sides. Then there was COVID. And then now we're in the middle of a cold economic war, which mm-hmm. totally unpredictable. And obviously, we're in the election year. So again, we're not sure what's going to happen. What do you make of this economic war?
1: Okay, well, you know, uh, before you use the economic war, uh, you know, I always, uh, you know, and I teach this thing in the school, and, uh, you know, I say, but it's, it's more about the end of globalism and the starting of nationalism. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, unfortunately to say, but that, uh, you know, your country started kind of this nationalism, uh, talk, uh, with, uh, you know, you know, with the <laughs> current president. Uh, that is correct. That is correct. And, and, and I, I, I was, and uh, you know, with all of uh, you know my career, I enjoy globalism. You know, I, I, I think uh, the globalism was what led me, uh, you know, to talk to, uh, to people like you, to you know, have a friends in all of the gro- the globe. And uh, I think uh, that the very important part of global, uh, globalism was a uh, peace, and uh, you know we. You know, as a Japanese and also, you know, probably as my individual, you know, I think the peace is the most important uh, thing that uh, we should never forget and that, you know, we should pursue, right? Uh, Of course, there's a good competition and, uh, you know, there's a good, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, challenges for for each country, but always I think uh, we have to face on the, uh, on the, you know, on the way to be one globe, you know, one, uh, uh, you know, only one earth, right? Uh, so I think that that was, uh, uh, you know, always, but for some reason, you know, some of the countries, you know, started to kind of, you know, uh, say bad things about, you know, different countries. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, some countries are number one. This is, uh, we are the strongest and blah, 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 which is, uh, you know, we shouldn't do that. And, uh, you know, it will go back to, uh you know to the to the days of the war we uh, which was uh you know very sad and uh you know uh you know in japan we had uh, this biggest uh bomb uh which more than you know two hundred or three hundred people died in Hiroshima and nagasaki and uh, we shouldn't forget you know this is uh actually this is only what like uh it was ninety so you know six so almost sixty 65 years ago, right? And, uh, you know, we shouldn't, uh, you know, I mean, we shouldn't uh, forget about that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. pre- pretty lucky to be in the country that, uh, you know, we always, you know, uh, you know, looking for a peace. And uh, I'm very, how can I say, uh, you know, I, I would say, and also, you know, the, the, in, in some ways, uh, you know, mm-hmm. China became very strong, uh, in terms of uh, number of economics. I wouldn't say the quality of economics, uh, but, uh, you know, economical wise, uh, you know, uh, China became, uh, very strong and uh, it will become, uh, the biggest in terms of GDP. It will be, become the biggest uh, country in the world, you know, probably surpassing, uh, U.S. Uh, but I, I, I would say that you know we shouldn't be a war, and uh, you know uh, Japan is as uh, sat on the very unique
0: uh, position,
1: uh, which is uh, you know of course the US is probably the strongest uh, and the, the strongest partner, you know in okay. terms of politics and in terms of economic uh, and always, and I think it will continue to be uh, the strongest partner of the US, but at the same time. China is still the biggest uh, counterparty uh, uh, in terms of exports and the import. Uh, uh, Chinese is the biggest uh, number of tourism uh, into Japan, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's uh, we are. Uh, even though there's a very uh, lo- lots of arguments and news uh, uh, between the relationship between you know Japan and China, you know. I have a lot of Chinese friends and uh, I think that they love Japan. You know, I love, I like China. Uh, so even though there's a tension between, you know, China and U.S., you know, maybe China and Japan, uh, you know, I I will be in the position uh, to just uh go to the glo- globalism. And, you know, I think I have to, even with this uh, type of, uh, you know, interview, I think I'm, uh, you know, I strongly say that we shouldn't uh, you know, stop uh, the way of going uh, global. And you know what? I totally agree with you because
0: I do business globally. I've traveled, uh, not maybe as extensively as you have, but everywhere I go, uh, the notion of global uh, economy, the notion of uh, look, you know, we have one common. Goal is prosperity for for everyone. Obviously, we can't forget um, uh, some of the countries that need the help, and that investment help is available. Um, uh, yes, there are a lot of there's a lot of uh, issues between the countries. There's a lot of disparity. You know, we have very strong economic nations: uh, United States, Japan, Germany, now China. But China has proven something very interesting. They have proven that. Uh, a combination of some of the cultural traits, the discipline, the, the communal type of approach. Yes, to a certain level of dictatorship, right? It's, a comm- it's still a communist country, and I came from a communist country a long time ago, so I know I, I, can, I can appreciate and relate to something like this. But um, the, the past 15 to 20 years have been absolutely phenomenal and have been absolutely impressive by what this country has done. And when I viewed some of the videos of these mega cities, these absolutely huge cities like Wuhan that was under lockdown, it was completely empty because everybody understood how important it was. Uh, and, you know, New York, by the way, to a certain extent, did the same thing. And I think that's why we flattened that curve fairly uh, quickly, not without the loss, obviously. But fairly quickly, now we're seeing some other states struggling with the same thing. But to, 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 to appreciate countries like China, countries like Japan, countries like Singapore, the, the combination of culture, the combination of discipline, the combination of, of mm-hmm. this communal spirit, there's something to this, right? So I think we have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. Um, one final question for you. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, by the way, and it's you. You, you, I always learn so much from you. But one final question: What would you say to the new generation of global entrepreneurs who are sure. maybe who may be listening to us uh, about what they should do, how they should approach their businesses, uh, be it in real estate or health mm-hmm. or fintech or um, co-working or transportation? What should they uh, value, as um, you know, as um, um, as a philosophy, if you will, as an approach?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, this COVID is uh, is a new, uh, you know, a new enemy. Uh, I would say the new single enemy for the whole earth, and uh, I think we have to accept that, uh, you know. We have to uh, you know keep on fighting and also living uh with COVID for a long time, right so mm-hmm. it wouldn't stop uh it will continue and uh, I think that uh, this is a new challenge for uh, all of the human, uh which is uh, you know we shouldn't depend on anybody uh to to make a solution. I think uh you know we have to make a solution uh we all individuals have to think you know how uh, we can go through mm-hmm. uh, this uh, situation so that's how the new uh, innovation uh, you know comes you know new solution uh, idea uh, you know come up and you know only one thing I can say and lots of companies are already starting to do it is uh, probably you we wouldn't we wouldn't go back uh, to the to the offices like uh you know so many people uh were you know sitting very uh you know next to each other uh, uh very crowded offices so, you know one thing that uh, we will have is that uh, you know we will have a much much less uh, number of people in each offices and the the way of uh, working uh will change so you know like you know uh lots of companies in Japan is already uh, accepting this uh, remote uh, working. Uh, also, you mentioned about co-working, which is uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. we uh, we also invest in uh, one of the largest co-working space company in Japan uh called Fabit. Actually, it's not WeWork, by the way. Uh, the, the Fabit. Uh, but the Fabit is doing very well. I think uh, we are opening the new spaces in each cities, and I think I uh, would people start to use uh, co-working as an alternative uh you know a satellite office uh for even for the big mm-hmm. companies so there's a huge demand uh for opening uh the co-working spaces and the the good thing for co-working spaces uh, which you know alex you are there also uh is uh, you know you get these ideas and you see the lots of the, the different uh, companies uh, uh people every day and uh, you you get this new feeling right so i think uh uh this is something like uh, you you know uh you you always uh, and uh, we probably we will uh face uh from uh, this coming uh, uh years is to, uh you know probably we will have a very different type of uh business probably that the shape of the company is going to be you know very different uh i would say like uh, uh, people will start mm-hmm. Uh, having different jobs. Uh, so even, you know, we wouldn't just belong to one company. I think uh, we will have, uh, uh, more cases, uh, to have a uh, different, uh, jobs. You know, by the way, now I'm sitting, uh, uh, uh for, uh, four, uh, board of uh, director seats in the listed companies, uh, which is I really enjoy. So each company is different, but, uh, you know, I think, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this is something like, uh, for even for me, I learned a lot uh, from uh, different companies and different businesses. Uh, So, uh, you know, I think with this COVID, uh, everybody, I would say, everybody should think uh, to be able uh, to change what you are doing. Even though if you don't want to change your company, that's fine. Uh, But uh, probably uh, your job uh, might not be needed. Right, you know your job might diminish uh in in the next uh, you know few years so you you have to be very creative and uh always think uh you know uh what i'm what i'm doing uh, is that you know is that necessary mm-hmm. you know is that something like a people uh, uh you know uh wants so yeah but uh, that's how then you uh, always, that you know, innovation comes, and uh, we always have to uh, look for the solutions. Um,
0: very insightful. I totally agree with you that things will will be will never be the same. I think after this COVID situation, um, I want to thank you from the uh, bottom of my heart, Nakasan, for thank this you, wonderful yes. interview, and um, for our listeners, we will have some supporting information on. Nagasan's investments, his company, uh, Fabit and some of the other ones. Uh, I believe you're also invested into beauty and cosmetics and healthcare and wellness. There's just a very, very interesting portfolio of investments. And we have a lot to learn from you. So thank you so much. I know you. that you have to run. I, I hear all the beeps and, uh, and, and messages. <laughs> uh, everybody's trying to get a hold of you. Um, yeah. And we will be happy to have you again in our studio. And talk to you again. Thank you. you, Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye.